Hi, everyone. This is Jack Graham and John Peterson with another, I think this is our sixth uh, podcast in our, uh, our podcast series called We Talk Photo. And uh, it's just what it says. It's all about photography, nature photography, travel photography, um, and, uh, and uh, all that uh, goes uh, along with that. Um, you can find us, obviously, on our website. Um, at www.wetalkphoto.com and we're on all the all the podcast folks iTunes and Androids and Spotify's and what have you so um, we're here in uh, today with a very very special guest and uh, I'm going to uh, just introduce Mark here we have Mark Lewis, who is from ProGrade Digital, and Mark is uh, really – we're really fortunate to have Mark. Mark is the vice president of marketing for ProGrade. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, and if you don't, you should, ProGrade is, in my opinion, the predominant manufacturer of uh, quality m- memory in the business these days. Uh, Mark's been uh, marking for over 20 years, and part of that was spent at SanDisk, where uh, he built up the consumer marketing uh, operation um, when it was basically an OEM-focused company. And you know, recently uh, he was at Lexar, and most of you know Lexar uh, is no longer the Lexar we knew, but I think the brand is trying to make a comeback in some way, shape, or form. We'll talk about that in a minute, but. Uh, Mark is here today really to talk about ProGrade Digital, and it's a relatively new company, um, but I think at the end of this podcast, you're going to find out that these guys really have it together. Um, One of the things that, uh, and John, chime in on this because we had talked about this. One of the things that, you know, we wanted to get Mark on for is, you know, we all go out and buy great cameras and great lenses and expensive tripods and all the good stuff. And most of the time I see people thinking about memory as an afterthought when it, the reality is you better think about it right along with, uh, with, with the hardware because without good memory and as our technology gets better, you better even make sure you have the best memory. And and just adding to that too, Jack, even coming from the audio industry, knowing everything in the signal chain from the lens to the camera body to the sensor to how that data is recorded is critical for the utmost in reproduction of your images. certainly is. So, you know, uh, without further ado, Mark, just give us a little bit uh, of background on ProGrade and and, – and again, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. We know yeah. you're a busy guy. Well, thank you, Jack and John. I appreciate the intro and I appreciate the opportunity to be here. It's always great to be reaching new people and talking to them about the, the things that we love to do. So um, ProGrade Digital uh, is an exciting company because we started the idea for this back in 2017 when in the greater you know, flash memory market, um, you know, the supply for memory started to tighten up because there was such a demand for uh, NAND memory and DRAM in um, phones and in data centers. And Micron at the time, the parent company of Lexar, 
made the decision to close the Lexar business so that they could focus more on those markets like data centers and automotive, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw at the same time, you know, Western Digital bought SanDisk and we kind of feel the same thing happened with them. You know, they, their focus is on the enterprise of the market, uh, not as much on the consumer removable storage market. So this created a big gap and left both consumers as well as device manufacturers, you know, the Canon, the Fuji, the Nikon, the Sonys of the world, a little up in the air with fewer memory card manufacturers focused on removable storage. So, you know, so back up to when when Micron um, sold the Lexar brand, they, they sold the brand and some finished good inventory to a company called Monxis, who's a, a Chinese company. And, you know, they're working on bringing, bringing new products to the market and bringing you know, their own IP into the industry. As you said before, it's not really the same brand as it used to be. And, you know, I wish them the best, uh, but it's, um, you know, it's yet to be seen, you know, how well they do in the market with the products that they bring out. So, you know, a core, a core of us, a core team of us that were at Lexar, who also built the business at SanDisk, um, decided to take our passion for this market and focus on just the professional end of the market. So we said, let's get rid of all the 499 USB drives that we were focusing on that we sold at Target or the consumer grade, you know, the uh, office supply superstores. And let's get rid of all the consumer grade memory at the lower end of the scale and just focus on professional grade products, thus the name Pro Grade Digital. So we, pardon me? It's a great, great thinking, nice and simple. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, we leverage the partnerships that we developed over the years with um, leaders in controller and firmware and memory and the engineering experience we had uh, to create the highest quality memory and workflow products. And we added some additional things with into our quality, which we can talk about um, along the way here. So we're, we're building the memory company that um, some memory companies out there wish they could have been. Well, you, I, I think you're doing, you know, a great job so far. I, I I've used the products and um, have a lot of confidence in them. Um, That's great. Thanks. Why don't we go into some of the details? You know, what sure. what are those things? You know, what what are the things you're alluding to um, that you're going to do or that you're doing that um, maybe isn't being done by the your competitors. Yeah. So uh, thanks. I'll, I'll take a, a swipe at that in two different areas. One would be um, some of the quality that we're building in and two, the products that we're focusing on. So when we launched the company from a product standpoint, we started out with SD and CFast. You know, we decided not to go into compact flash because that's uh, kind of a shrinking, you know, older technology. Uh, XQD, we stayed away from because um, there, you know, there were issuing uh, uh, licensing issues with with Sony. They have a stronghold on that technology, so we focused on really the core part of the market, both SD and CFast. And we brought out uh, an SD V60 rated card. And for some people that don't know, you know, there are a ton of those little tiny logos on the front of SD cards. Um, and nobody really can keep track and keep up with what those are. And the V-speed ratings uh, for for standing for uh, the video speed grade, um, the V-speed ratings are the newest one that tries to consolidate all of those other, the U and the C and uh, others on the, on the front of the card there. So the V60 rating was kind of a sweet spot in the market. It gave us a UHS-2 technology at uh, 200 megabytes per second and a minimum 
videos, you know, minimum sustained rate of 60 megabytes per second. So that was an area where we felt felt it was the most competitive to bring out. It was a good spot in the market that that um, most pro- company, most uh, consumers need it. They didn't want anything lower than that, and they didn't really need much higher than that. Um, now, after we launched, we also brought out a V90 product because we did find that um, more, cam- more camera manufacturers were introducing cameras to capture 4K video at higher codecs. And those higher codecs are really tough on cards, so that needs a higher speed memory card, and that's why we bought out the V90 card. And, you know, for example, I don't want to get too into the weeds, but, you know, there's a um, codec for 400 megabit per second, uh, all integrated, video capture. And we saw, like, in the Sony A7 series and the Panasonic GH5 and 5S and the Fuji uh, X-T3, I believe it is, those camera manufacturers decreased the megapixels on still photos and increased the codecs for video captures from their prior models. And that's where V90 came into play, where um, people would want to have uh, that speed card. You're 100% correct. Uh, John, John, you know, you're a lot more video savvy than I am. Um, I'm quite good at it. Uh, where where I, I really noticed the difference, um, you know, in the speed is, is in the buffering. Um, when we go up to Alaska and we shoot these bears up there, we're shooting 15, 16 frames almost a second they you need a card that buffers fast yes um and and i better learn video because i I guess that's where it's going (laughs) you know Mm um am i am i on am i on board with that mark is that yeah absolutely i mean we're seeing uh with some of those cameras and others really the shift in video uh more and more people are shooting video um you know putting that up on all the social media channels and their their own blogs everywhere else um, and it's becoming, you know, a much bigger factor in the creative process. So, for a lot of photographers are adding video to their portfolio. Well, you know, I have to tell you that uh, it's 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 going there now. Above that, um, is what what are you guys doing even past uh, that um, that uh, that technology SDV ninety? Um, what's, what's going to be, what's more advanced sure. than that? Yeah. So actually I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Let me, let me wrap up on, uh, I started to mention the CFast product. So, um, we came out, the other one product we came out with, with the CFast 2.0, um, right. that's a 500 mega, 550 megabytes per second wow. out of VPG, uh, 130 rating. So that's a video performance guarantee. And that's hmm. a little bit more important than some of the Canon cameras, but that's, again, a minimum speed rating that you'd want to look for um, when you're recording video on, on CFast. And then the workflow readers that we came out with, we decided to build uh, you know, a, a ton of quality into these things. We came out with the USB 3.1 Gen 2 speed uh, through USB Type-C connection. So that moves data at 10 gigabits per second. And what that means is you, most of our – all of our uh, readers are – dual slot. So for example, the CFast and SD card reader, you can download files from both cards simultaneously at full speed. I do it. And it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. It's a, it's a great (laughs) great thought. 
Yeah, it's interesting. We literally cannot keep these readers in stock because we, we've had such great publicity over them. The, they're rock solid. Um, the, the speed is there, and people love them. We built, uh, you know, jumping ahead a little bit to the additional quality things that we've built in uh, and additional features, we added a, uh, a magnet to the bottom of the reader, and we include an adhesive metal plate uh, in our box. And this is because we, as we worked with professional photographers who work in uh, like press rooms that are really cramped, small areas, or they're out in the field um, downloading and working on their workflow, you know, uh, in, in a cafe or on the side of a road, you need all your products right there in one convenient workstation. So you attach this adhesive metal uh, plate to the back of your laptop, and then you just attach the reader to that metal plate. And you've got your gear there for your basically you're creating a, a mobile workstation all in one compact area. And it's funny because some people love the metal plate more than they realize how much they love the speed. You're, so, you're yeah, correct. I mean, I, 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 I got to say that's such a simple idea, but it is it has so much value to people that use it. I lo- absolutely love that feature. You know, I, oh, that's great. I have Thanks. people yeah. on my workshops that that have that reader, okay, and they have the reader and they're showing me. Not knowing that I'm, you know, and that I love you guys so much, but they're showing me all these great uh, cards and 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 telling me about Prograde, and they go, "Look at this reader; it's got this metal plate." I said, "Well, that's really great, but do you realize that you can download two cards at once?" Oh, I didn't know I could do that, but it has a metal plate. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mark, quick question yeah. for you on the speed of the reader is how does the speed of this reader work or compare using prograde cards versus other manufacturers cards? Is there a difference in that or not? Not for the reader, no. The okay. reader is uh will pass through those speeds and you're going to get the speed that is in your card basically. Okay. Right. Uh, one last thing that I, I have to ask you about. You guys, um, I think, like everybody else, make, well, not like everybody else, like a few other people, make some recovery uh, software. Could you just speak to that for a minute? Yes, you bet. We spent a lot of time on this, and we've, we've been trying to bring this out for, for quite a while. We've worked on it for well over a year. And it's back to the comment that you made before about the, the shift to video. Uh, Photo recovery is fairly straightforward these days. Um, a JPEG is a JPEG or a RAW file is a RAW file. You know, everybody has the different format for a RAW file, but those are, um, you know, we're able to recover those, and that's a pretty known thing. Uh, video recovery, though, is very, very different. Um, you know, a GoPro records differently than a DJI drone, records differently than a Fuji camera and a Canon camera, etc. cetera. Um, and so, coming up with software to recover different video files has been very difficult. And we've spent a ton of time developing this technology to uh, have a recovery software that does both photo well and does video well. So and we just announced and launched the uh, recovery pro software recently. So Mark, let me, let me ask you, you know, if the quality of these cards are so high, why is there such a need for recovery software? Yeah, that's a great question, John. You know, usually we've, we've found over the years um, that most failures happen from, I hate to say it, but user error. Somebody will um, pull the card out of the camera uh, before, you know, the, it finishes writing. 
um, you know, finishes recording the video to the, to the card, or you'll have a power failure, your battery will die on the, your camera while the card is still writing, and you know, you'll have a card failure. Um, it, it's actually rarely uh, the, uh, the memory failing itself. The other thing you'll see is people will buy, uh, and, and Jack, this is to your comment earlier, John, actually you mentioned as well, knowing everything in your whole, your whole um, chain from the lens to the, the PC that you're using, uh, people will go out and buy camera for a couple thousand dollars and lenses for, you know, God knows how much and all this other equipment. And then they'll go out and they'll buy a $20 crappy reader. Um, and that affects your workflow. We've seen more card failures going through bad readers than you can imagine. So, um, you know, you need the, the recovery software for all these other things that can happen in that whole chain of capturing uh Capturing video and photos. Yeah, the whole signal plant. Uh, I had a client on a workshop um, uh, late last year that I I don't know what kind of reader he was using, but it wasn't wasn't a very good one. And he didn't put the card in quite correctly. Uh, what he put his memory card in, and I guess it was some kind of electrical situation that just fried his card. Oh. And I think yeah. that obviously it was a combination of his error and the, and the reader not accepting the card um, because of probably the quality of the reader. Right, right. You know? So, uh, you know, there's one thing I'd like to ask, Mark. I, I'm hearing about this a new memory card format. <laughs> Can you speak to that now or is that? Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you asked because um, there's new memory card format called CF Express, um, which has been, uh, that standard has been introduced by the Compact Flash Association. And we were the first company to, uh, back in March of 2018 at the NAB show in Vegas, we demonstrated a one terabyte CF Express card running at 1400 megabytes per second. Wow. And it's, you know, people, you know, anybody that's in photography or video looks at those numbers versus the numbers that are on their cards today and say exactly what you guys just said. Wow. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and so this is um, a technology that we've really gotten behind and been at the forefront of, uh, of pushing forward and bringing it to the market. And it's, it's just about there. It's taken quite some time uh, to develop. It's not just us. It's the compact flash association, um, you know, that has, has been working on this standard. Uh, but we have cards right now that we are sampling to OEM partners, so all the camera manufacturers on the planet, um, you know, we've been in touch with quite a few of them, working with them on, they want to figure out how to integrate this uh, technology into their new cameras. Um, so this card is the same size and shape. It's the same form factor as an XQD card, but it's much faster, as you can see from, from those speeds. Wow. Absolutely incredible. So both both from a transfer and a and a buffer perspective, that'll help you in both both places, Mark. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely right. I mean, the, I mean, most people you'll notice it most in video capture as well as in your workflow. So when you're downloading to your computer uh, at those speeds, you'll see a big difference as well. Yeah. But um, you'll see it on both sides. That's a that's a huge time suck for me with all the video I end up downloading. Um, it's it's right. painfully slow sometimes, and and you know before you know it, we're we'll be up at filming in five K and six K in the pro right. consumer level. 
um, not just purely professional. We'll have we'll have six K in our hands pretty soon. What's the That's time, absolutely right time frame when you think this will be the mainstream? Like we're using SD cards now. Is it soon or is it? It will be this year. I mean, we are we've got cards out right now with the, those OEM manufacturers. Um, if you look at any camera that has an XQD slot in it, they will be able to update the firmware for that camera to take a CF Express card. So hmm. it's kind of a chicken in the egg. You know, is the memory out there yet, or, or the or the devices out there yet? Uh, but we're working closely with those manufacturers on a launch date um, for that. And and you'll you'll be seeing it in probably within the next I'd I'd say you know three to six months hitting the market. Wow. Will they, maybe maybe you said this, Mark. Will these be backward compatible with existing cameras and readers? Well, they they will fit into any XQD slot, and if that camera has a does a firmware upgrade, if that camera manufacturer offers a firmware upgrade to accept CF Express, then it will work in that camera. Okay. But I don't think all camera manufacturers are using XQD as of yet, but I think that that seems to be the path uh, that uh, we're going to see. Um, yeah, you know, there's, they're mostly in Nikon cameras, and then when Panasonic introduced their new S1 mirrorless camera, that has an XQD slot in it, and I believe this is no information other than me talking of um, I believe they did that so that they could build a path to CF Express when it was available. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So you know, I see a lot of people on on workshops and and uh, and in the field. And when I start telling them about um, ProGrade Digital, the first question they ask is, they say, "Well, you know, I've been using whoever's cards for years. I've never had a problem. Right. Why do I need to deal with a company like ProGrade when I'm happy with what I have?" Um, could you yeah. address that for a minute? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, one of the I'll, I'll talk about that from the differentiation that we built into our products. You know, one of the things that we did was, you know, we know from our past at the companies that we used to work at, as I mentioned before, uh, we've gone through a process in engineering called um, DVT, design verification testing. Um, so that's that's where you test a, a product as you're developing it. Let's just call it an, an SD card. When you're developing, you test it in all the different devices, making sure it works across the, the board. Uh, then you go through the manufacturing process. And at the end of that manufacturing line, there's a 45-second test just to make sure the memory is working. Then you ship it out in mass to all your you know mass market stores. Um, we found through that process there can be a 2 to 3% or greater failure rate. Uh, in in memory. And that was too high for us. So we do a 45-minute test at the end of that manufacturing line instead of a 45-second test to test every memory cell location on that card. And we're striving for a 0% defect rate by doing so. So that is a – nobody else in the market is doing that, nor can can they do that in the market because we're focused on – you know, we're focused on that quality level. Hmm. So you really put a lot of time into into the testing end of what you guys are putting together. Right, right. that's right. We're putting a lot more um, emphasis on uh, quality in, in the manufacturing and all the way through the, the process. So the other thing that we've done with with um, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other thing we've did was we laser etched a serial number 
on the outside, on the back of every card and, and the back of every reader. And that tells us the manufacturing date, the firmware, the controller, the memory type, everything that's gone into that uh, card. And so we know if we get a support call from someone that's having a particular problem with a new device, we can figure out what firmware that was and, um, you know, kind of figure out what the problem might be with that device. And, and what we're doing with that is proactively reaching out. We had this issue when um, Panasonic introduced the 400 megabit per second all integrated uh, codec to their uh, the EVA 1 line. And that messed up every card in the market, um, and including, <laughs> including ours. So we went out to, um, and we, we quickly identified the problem. We updated the firmware in our cards, and then we went out to um, any customer in our database that we knew had that version of firmware in the card. <laughs> we sent them a letter, and we said, we know you have this version of firmware in your card. Um, if you're shooting with one of these devices, um, uh, we will update your firmware for you so that it will work and you don't have a problem losing any images. People are blown uh, away by that level of you know, one of the th- I'm a Fuji uh, ex-photographer. One of the great uh-huh. things about Fujifilm is they uh, are constantly setting out firmware uh, upgrades, unlike right. the other manufacturers. And and the folks like myself who have, uh, have uh, drunk the Fujifilm Kool-Aid and love the products is – a lot because of the firmware and the fact that you guys are doing that. I, 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 I never heard of anybody doing that yet. Right. Right. And, um, you know, in, in everybody has the same issue because um, when Fuji does that, for example, in fairness to all the, the card manufacturers, we have not been able to test, you know, that version of firmware in our lab here when it's been released, um, you know, to the camera uh, mm-hmm. users. So there could be a problem with uh, a particular card there out on the market. And, and that's why we've addressed this. So we've said, well, we're, we will go off and update the firmware for you so that you don't have any problems. That's great. Very nice. So Mark, where, so if somebody's interested in, in picking up a ProGrade card, where, where do they, where can they get them? Where do you sell through? Oh, thanks for asking that. We're, you yeah. know, that's another thing that we're doing differently. We have, cut out the retail model. So we are you know, not working through distributors who take a big percentage of the, the profit and then a retailer takes a big percentage of the profit. We're almost 100% direct. We go through Amazon and we're selling on Amazon globally uh, through almost every country that, that, well, almost every country that they're available in. We sell through bnh.com uh, and, and they ship globally as well. And then we are uh, selling on our website. So ProGradeDigital.com, Amazon uh, in your local country, and BNH.com. Oh, outstanding. It also helps you uh, stay in contact with your customer a lot, a lot better, I think. Well, that's a really good point. That is one of the things that we strove uh, for as well is um, t- keeping a tight, tight rein on the channel of distribution and getting to know our customers better. Well, I, I think your pricing is very fair. I, I think that um, – you know, I think that people need to be educated on how important it is to know the difference between uh, a pro-grade card and, and a Brand X. Um, and it's, you know, it's not a commodity. It's, it shouldn't be looked at as a commodity because what's going on those cards, folks, is <laughs> your your data. And uh, That's right. 
Well, you know, it's, you know I'm Jack and John, I like to say it's it's not a $300 card. It's a $30,000 wedding that you just shot on exactly. that card. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think, you know, I, I don't have any other questions uh, from Mark. John, do you at all? No, Mark. I think you've covered really pretty covered much everything. everything. Um, Great. Yeah. I really appreciate you spending your time today with us. You know, uh, I appreciate it as well. For our audience, um, if you have any questions that uh, <clears throat> that uh, either we didn't get to or we forgot, please send an email to our website, which is wetalkphoto at gmail.com. That's wetalkphoto at gmail.com. I'll get them off to Mark, and, uh, and I'm sure he'll be happy to uh, answer anything that you may uh, – you may have. I'm trying to get Mark to get out of that office and join me on one of my workshops. And <laughs> I'd love so to do that. I think he's a kind of a workaholic and going to go down and kidnap him and throw him in the back of the car here one of these days. And get Direct connection right. with the consumer. It'd be fun. Yeah, it really is. It's a yeah. it's, it's 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 a it's a interesting thing um, to interact and see what. People are using and how they're using it, and you know maybe how you guys can keep on, keep on keeping on here because you're doing a great job. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. Well, it's 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 our pleasure, and uh, and again, you're a busy guy, and taking the time is is our uh, our honor. So, with that, folks, I think we can say hasta la vista for this edition of We Talk Photo. Well, we'll be back with uh, with uh, some more guests uh, in a few days or a week or two, and uh, maybe a, in another interesting subject. But this has been a really, really fun half hour. So, yeah. and again, Mark, thank you, John. Uh, John's not feeling too well, so John, you get better, right? All right, I will do my best. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys <laughs> later. Thank you again, Mark. Uh, and anything we could do, let us know. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you.